What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Yolk Christian Podcast. Today's been a great day, and has I'm excited. It? Yes, it has been, Cody. Oh, Have you not that? had a great day? Oh, my gosh. I'm just kidding. I was just going to rage. Every day is a great day with God. Ooh, yes, sir. Okay. But, no, I'm kidding. No, anyway, sorry, continue. All right. Well, anyways, we're going to continue our series on Colossians. Uh, we're going to be in Chapter 3 in this episode. But, yeah. Uh, you know, a quick question for you, Codus. What's up, buddy? What is something this was... I didn't tell you I was going to ask this question, but you know what? Okay. That's fine. I like on-the-spot questions. Yeah. I love so, uh, not prepared for my answers. Exactly. <laughs> so, question for you. What's up? What is the biggest way that God is moving in your life right now? It's the biggest way God Uh-oh. is moving. On the spot. I always have to, like, re-say questions in my head. What's the biggest way God is moving in my life? Definitely revealing a lot of stuff. Like, mm. a lot of the big stuff, but minute stuff, just in the Bible, because I've been reading a lot of the Old Testament lately. And, like, if you've seen my recent TikTok, I made one about how, like, in the Old Testament, it always says, the Lord, your God. And mm. then, the Lord, your God. Like, if you think about it, though, they could have put the Lord God. But, mm. no, they decided to put the Lord, your God. Your not God. the Lord David God, or mm. the Lord King Saul's God. Not Lord Codus's God, it's the Lord, your God. Right. And it's just cool to me that... They put that one little word because it made such a big difference. Mm. Like makes it very personal. Yeah, the God that rose Jesus from the dead is your God. The mm. the, the God that was with David is your God. Mm. The God, oh, that's that's powerful. Yeah. The God that helped Abraham in his faith is your God. The God, the that, God that David spoke to Moses is your God. Yeah, that's that's the God neat. of all creation. That's your Lord, neat. your God. That is very neat. Mike, drop. Not actually, but yeah, that's pretty neat. I know. I just love that. Yeah. But um, no, everyone dies in the Old Testament. I've been learning that too. That is true. Yeah. No, but like <laughs> the Old Testament, this. like, okay, obviously a lot of people, at least a lot of Christians newer to their faith. I would say I'm even still new to my faith. Like I'm like two years into taking this serious mm-hmm. and I'm still saying I'm new. Like, I don't think I'm ever not going to be new because I learn something new every day. Right. But like, don't diss the Old Testament. The Old Testament is full of so much knowledge and so much, like, just biblical stuff. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you really want to know the history of God and the history of how it all started, yeah. read the Old Testament. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a, a, this idea that because Christ fulfilled the old law that mm-hmm. we can just throw out the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, teachers like, and I don't want to throw out names, but I'm going to say this name, um, like Andy Stanley, mm-hmm. uh, just tend to avoid the Old Testament. Yeah. Um, and... Not, I mean, okay, so here's the thing, like, yes, it's not entirely prescriptive anymore. Um, So, like, we can really divide all of the Bible into descriptive and prescriptive. In other words, is descriptive is telling about something, and then prescriptive is, is, this applies to my life. Mm -hmm. And so, not all of the Bible is prescriptive. I think that's a false notion that whatever reason a ton of Christians have. And so, I mean, uh, there's this idea that you can open up the Bible and any verse in it applies to you. Okay, let's do it right now. Tell me when to stop. Stop. Okay. Tell me when to stop. Stop. All right. So because I tell you I was with you. Okay. Well, that one that doesn't count. That's Jesus telling me where you at? with me. Um, John sixteen. Mm-hmm. But like, um, so anyway, I have told you these things keep you from stumbling. Okay. Well, that was a bad one. But like, say I switched to Leviticus and the goat talk. Okay, that's not Leviticus. What's I mean, where the donkey talked. That's not relevant. I don't need that. Is that in Kings? Yeah, we're... Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Because the donkey just talked. Like, that's right. not relevant in my life. I don't need a 
Like that's not gonna pull. That that would definitely down. be more descriptive than prescriptive. Yeah. That was a bad um, analogy I used. But, but anyway, yeah. you get the point. Yeah. Like you can't just flip to the Bible and right. R. C. Sproul always used the analogy of what if I open up my Bible and I open up to the verse where it says that Judas hung himself. Yeah. Like, does that mean I need to go hang, hang myself? No, absolutely not. So that's not how it works. Um, but yeah, so it, it also the thing about the Bible is it also lists man's flaw. Um, and so we see this. Uh, Codis and I were talking about this earlier today, um, and it does list flaw. And so anyways, not everything about the Bible is applicable. It's not all prescriptive, yeah. um, but it is very descriptive. And so I say that because the Old Testament is very descriptive in the sense of that's what we can. It's it, everything about God's character is true and remains the same still. Um, he's the same as yesterday today and tomorrow exactly and so i mean when we look at david's life no i'm not david in the story of david and goliath any preacher that tells you that is wrong uh it's wrong to input yourself in somebody else's story right yeah it's like me saying like anything that happens to codis is like oh like like say for example like you were you faced basically persecution to a degree in high school right and so that's like saying because that happened to you be like oh i'm i'm uh, i'm codis in this in his story because yeah uh, i i anyways it, it does make any I, sense i agree with like a relating like Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I relate to Job here. I understand. Right. Like, how did he right. combat this? Right. I agree with that, but not saying like, oh, I'm Job. Exactly. You know, exactly. My life is. Yeah. You know. You can relate the truths out of those stories to your life, but those stories you shouldn't put yourself in those stories. Yeah. Um, and so, I mean, there's like, like I said, the the true things, like the characteristics of God and stuff like that. That's all relatable and it, it's it's uh, applicable or prescriptive in that sense. In the sense of it still applies. Um, but like you said, if I could flip to a random verse in Leviticus, Levitical law, Moses' law, then no, it doesn't apply um, to my life because of the fulfillment. But anyways, that's a conversation for another day. Another day. There we go. Um, so we're going to read Colossians chapter 3. We're not actually going to read it. We are going to talk about it, though. Uh, I'm, dude, this is such a good book. It is. And I love it. There's only four chapters in the entire book. But it's a powerful four chapters. It's a very powerful four chapters. And so just to kind of uh, get things started, he, Paul, who's the author, he's – he starts us off right and he says set your sights on the realities of heaven and he says think about the things of heaven and not the things of earth do you know how many problems that would solve if if we focus on heaven not of earth yeah i know that like so like i got a job and like i'm not Mm. gonna say i necessarily like doing my job but Mm. i think okay i'm doing this because you know god's allowed me to have this job god's allowing me to do this so you know I'm thinking of God. I'm thinking of how God can use it. I'm thinking mm. of heaven stuff. I'm not saying, man, yep. this job sucks. Yep. This job is stupid. God, why would you make me do this job? Yeah. No, God's allowing me to do this job so I can, you know, further impact his kingdom in some sort of way. Yeah. You know, it kind of, I guess we'll get into that verse, but no, yeah. 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 I mean, you're, you're setting your sights on heavenly mm-hmm. things. And so does that help you get through your job every day? It does. Absolutely. And I think the same thing goes like, I hate to, to reference this side of Christian TikTok, but there's a huge side of Christian TikTok right now. That's just like, Oh, relationship, this relationship, that right. Um, season of singleness, referencing se- uh, seasons. Man, I'm, but, in whole, I'm in a whole marathon. No, there you go. <laughs> understood. Understood. Um, but no. So, I mean, even if you were to dwell on the heavenly things, mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to worry about that. Yeah. Right? And then similarly, if you struggle with depression, if you focus on heavenly things, you wouldn't have to worry about depression. And so this really does solve all of our issues is if we quit dwelling on the selfishness that we have. And look, I understand if you have mental issues, but this is the, the cure all here is Christ. Right. And uh, I heard this. I love this quote. And his name is uh, Toby Martin. He's the pastor of 1122. And I was trying to close my eyes to remember his, his name. Um, but he said this and he wrote a book. I have it on my shelf. I don't know if you heard that. I've never read it. But... 
I haven't read it yet. No, but I, it's it's on my it list. It looks like you're adding books. They're going sideways now. You know what? Don't judge me. Um, it's so, okay. but all of them are untouched. But it's called "If the Tomb Is Empty," and it's based on his like the saying that if the tomb is anything, or <laughs> if the tomb is empty, if the tomb, not the not, not the tomb. You're speaking in tongues. He's Pentecostal now. Yep. So no, he says if the tomb is empty then anything is possible. You know what that reminds me of? What's that? I was going to make a TikTok about this last mm-hmm. night, but I completely forgot because I mm-hmm. got sidetracked or something. But anyway, you hear, you know, this was going to happen, but God, and it says in the Bible, but God. Mm-hmm. Imagine if we lived like that, but God. Like, man, I'm struggling with my finances, but oh, God no, no, no. will give me a way out. Mm. Man, I feel like nobody loves me, but God loves yeah. me. Mm. Or like anything, think of a bad situation, but, but God. Like, we know the God we serve. Mm-hmm. We know what the God has done. We we know that God resurrected Jesus from the dead. We know that that God loves you. So live your life as but God. Mm. Man, life sucks. But God loves me. That's a very positive spin. That's like a silver linings type type of uh, mindset. Linings? Yeah, like it means like uh, uh, when something bad's happening, somebody says, well, mm-hmm. find the silver lining. You yeah. Know, like the good in it. Yeah. Um, that's very, that, yeah, that's yeah. good. But, uh, I just love that. Someone at my old church, her name was Ruth. She hmm. she loved that. The but yeah. God. But God. But God. Interesting. Like that yeah. just sounds powerful. Like, but God. Mm. That's like a a Michael Bay. You know how it ends with like to be continued. Oh yeah. It's like yeah. but God. Mm. Anyway. Yeah, that makes sense. I like that. I yeah. do. Live um, your life like but God. Yeah. Mm. Interesting. But yeah, no, I I do like that. But. Uh, yeah, so think about the things of heaven, mm-hmm. and and so anything is possible in Christ, right? And, and it, it, like you said, but God, anything yeah. is possible, right? Yeah. So if you're struggling with depression, you're struggling with anxiety, you're struggling with uh, personal relationships, focus on the things of heaven mm-hmm. rather than the things of earth. But God, if the tomb is empty, then anything is possible. Yeah. Um, and then I, I found this interesting. This can be verse 3, but it says, for you died to this life. Now, keep in mind that Paul is writing this book or this letter to a group of Christians in Colossae, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, for you died to this life. So what does that mean? If he's writing to a group of Christians, that means if you are a Christian, that means you have died to this life. Mm-hmm. And so a question, Codus. Yes, Jared. Can you be Christian if you do not die to this life? I don't think so. No, I think you can be Christian by title, but yeah. but not by lifestyle. And that's what counts. I mean, plenty of people are going to die and, and go to be judged and, and say, but I was a Christian. No, you weren't. You're a Christian by title. It just not reminds by me of like Matthew six, seven, Matthew seven, seven where seven. it's like we did all these things. You know, we prophesied yeah. in your name, we cast yes. out demons in your name. He says, but you know, you never got the time to get to know me. You yeah, know, it's just exactly. You did all these things. You yeah. said you were this. Yeah. Um, I feel like I, I I had something I just lost away, but I had like a. Mm. Anyway, I'll, okay. I'll remember it later. But all right. Anyway. Well, uh, and then in response to that, just to kind of continue that thought, yeah, it says in verse five, so put to death the sinful earthly things lurking mm-hmm. within you. And so he goes on to list some of these things, and I'll just rattle them off real quick. But sexual immorality, that includes adultery. That includes, includes pornography, which Codus and I, not that we uh, had an issue with it ourselves yesterday, but anyway, something with the youth group happened, so that oh. was fun. Yeah. Um, we're not going to talk about that. But then uh, it says impurity and then lust and evil desires. Um, don't be greedy. Notice how all of these things I think are rooted in selflessness or sorry, selfless, <laughs> selfishness, not selflessness. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so sexual immorality, why do people commit adultery? Because they want something. Uh, if you are impure, why are you impure? Because you want something for yourself. Uh, if you lust, what are you imagining? Something pleasurable for yourself. 
evil desires. Why would you want? Some, why would you think something evil in your own mind? Because it benefits you in some way. It's selfish, right? So don't be it greedy. Go on and on. Yeah. Exactly. I do think that you no know, uh, theologians. Theologians. Oh my goodness. Theologians. They will. Uh, Jared, Jared. You know what? That's, uh, you know what Daniel Tiger says. What's that? Take a deep breath and count to four. One, two, three, four. You're supposed to count with me. Nope. Let it go. Let so it anyways, go. Anyway. Uh, but, um, he, but he goes on to say, don't be greedy. And yeah. anyways, my point was, uh, theologians will say that the root of all sin is pride. And I take that one step further and say selfishness. Now, some could say that the, mm-hmm. the root of selfishness is pride. And I think it's a, a circular argument there. This, but, The next verse to that, mm-hmm. I'm going to interrupt. Are, are you ready to go to the next verse? Yeah. So anyway, it says pretty much, have nothing to do with all this bad stuff. And it says, because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. Ooh, that's and like, sexy. I've been, yeah. That's what I said while we were, yeah. yeah. Now I understand what you meant. Yeah. But like, I've been reading a lot of the Old Testament, and I'll tell you mm-hmm. what, that'll put the fear of God in you. That man, he can kill armies, dude. Like, that man will just. Literally? Like. I'm saying man, but people are going to be like, you don't know what God, anyway, for he so loved the world, but anyway. Literally, uh, I guess it was in Judges, it was, um, where he literally destroyed an entire army because he had them kill themselves. Like, like a Sodom and Gomorrah, bro. Well, yeah. Wiped I mean, out a city. Like, imagine being, obviously God is all powerful, but imagine yeah. if, if, like, say, uh, imagine yourself if you're listening. Uh, Codus, I'll talk to you. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you're, you're here. Point. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. Codus, imagine yourself. Okay. Awesome. You got it? <laughs> no, imagine yourself so smart and knowledgeable. I don't have to imagine. Understood. All right, then this will be easy for you. Okay. That you were able to convince an entire army to kill themselves. That would be insane. Like, you know, the, the that's like Hitler-level uh, psychology, you know? Like, you, you got to, like, Hitler's an awful man, okay? But you got to give him props. Yeah. He, yeah. He, he led the masses in no, a very controlling yeah, he, and... He, like, he, he, he did, a, he, he was psychology. He was charismatic. Though. He was yeah. very charismatic. He's very he believable. Power. Exactly, exactly. And, like, so, and the people were like, oh, we made a mistake. Yeah. This is not going well. Yeah. Now so. we'll never forget this. Yeah, but because of these sins, the anger of God is coming. The, like, man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very eye-opening, that, that singular verse, verse 6 of chapter 3. Because yeah. of these sins, the anger of God is coming. Like, these sins, like, here's the thing. We sin, and we think, Oh, I don't feel an immediate repercussion. Like pornography, people feel it, uh, immediate pleasure, and then after that, they don't like. Oh, nothing bad happened, right? And so that's why uh, we have like physical laws, and in our physical laws, we're like, oh, we don't want to do that, break that law, because we have a physical punishment that comes soon after, which is like, jail. Yeah. Exactly. But with spiritual matters, we don't have a physical punishment all the time. That's Sometimes kind of the scary part. Exactly. Yeah, that's and the so, scary part. but these sins, Paul is essentially these sins. The anger of God is coming. Paul is essentially saying, look. God is letting you do this, but that doesn't mean you're going to go without punishment. And he's saying it's because of these things, the anger is coming, God's wrath. And that's when the, he destroys the world. I like how mine says, there's a little footnote. It says some manuscripts say, um, the anger of God is coming to all of those who disobey him. Ooh. That one sounds even more like who, Ooh. Ooh. who disobeys him. Well, yeah, we all disobey. I, yeah. I do it. I yeah. am a, I am a wretched man. Who can save mm. a man like me? Anyway. But wait, wait, wait. That's a very good point to segue into the very next mm-hmm. next thing you said. Yeah, you I said. was just about to, that's yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, and then the next part says after saying the anger of God is coming, and then he says, 
you mm. who used to do these things when Ooh. your life was still part of the world. He's pretty much saying, like, you, you did these things. Yeah. You were impure. You were a drunkard. You were greedy. You Ooh. wore this stuff. He mm. was saying, you used to be like this, but now it is time to get rid of that anger and rage. And how do you say that? Malicious? Malicious. Yeah. It's malicious time to get rid of that malicious behavior, slander, and dirty language. So he's saying, you used to be a part of this world. That used to be you, but now... You're with Christ. Mm. That's not how you're supposed to act. And so I think you know what I'm about to ask you with the one thing. But like the dirty language. Okay. Do we have a few seconds to talk about that? We have all the time in the world. Okay, cool. So I'm going to talk real quick. This is going to be very controversial. So is cussing a sin? And so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, to you know, talk for a second here. Okay, but, but if we disagree, we're going to disagree. That's fine. That's okay. fine. So I'm in the middle. I see yes and no. Because, you know, I agree. obviously, I think I'm kind of leaning towards the side that it's technically not, but it is. So, anyway, let me explain. So, obviously, I think um, you kind of taught me about this um, or told me. But I think cursing an object is a sin. Like, say you see someone, you're like, mm, you or, or mm, them. You're cursing at them. And yeah, you're blessings and them. cursings should not come out of the same Yeah, I, I definitely think that's a sin when you put it on someone. Um, and I feel like it's not at the same time because we say crap, shoot, darn. How is that different from saying, you know, all the other ones? You're how still walking the it. line of sin. Exactly. That's my next point. It's how society takes it. And so just like Paul, though, we kind of want to conform to the world because the world tells us these are bad words. These are cuss words. And so if you see a Christian that's supposed to be, you know, if you see them cussing, you're going to be like, Hold on, wait a minute, that's kind of crazy. So just like Paul kind of conformed to the world, we don't say those words. Am I saying that you should go around your house by in your alone time cussing? Maybe not, you know. Maybe if you if you can't control that, then probably probably not. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. I'm kinda like I'm leaning to the side where it's not, but we still shouldn't do it just because how the world would view us. It's 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 one of those like it's yes. it's a tougher one. But it's not something that's like, if you cuss, you're going to hell. Mm -hmm. Hail. Sorry, hail. Hail. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. You're going to hell. Yeah, that, that IFB church. Yeah. Um, so, yes, uh, it definitely matters on society. Like, for example, um, I mean, the, the word ass is uh, a donkey, yeah. right? However, when I say that, and I know some of y'all cringe listening. Um, At youth group. The number one. Right. So he was he was reading right. something, and he was talking about a donkey. Uh -huh. And then the little middle schoolers, they giggled like, hee, hee, hee. It, right. You know? But, at the, at the, you know, they think it's a sin. Right. Yeah. And so here's the thing is if what you say could lead others astray, they probably shouldn't say it. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so I, I'm using this as a teaching purpose. Um, but I, I typically refrain even in most like I wouldn't say that because I know our listeners are like from TikTok or whatever. But like if I'm teaching middle schoolers, I'm not even going to say that where I'm going to be oh, like, yeah, yeah I'm going to be like the A word. Right. Because they know what it is. I'm just not going to say it. Yeah. That way they get the, the impression that they shouldn't say it. Um, and so, which by the way, if you're listening to this, don't say anything, uh, any bad words, but anyway, so it, yeah. does, it does matter what culture dictates. Right. And so if, like you said, if somebody thinks that, Oh, a Christian should be saying that, that we should not be saying it. Um, it's just like similarly with like, a, if, Oh, a Christian shouldn't be doing that, then we shouldn't do it. And so how we perceive in the public eye does matter. It does. It, it does matter. And some people say, Oh, well, it's, it's not supposed to matter. It does matter. Um, and that's why straight up. Uh, yeah, I mean, when you read Acts, I mean, Paul is a great example. I mean, he literally shaved his head to fit into the culture around him, right? So how people that's, perceive... That's brave. I don't know if I... Yeah. I don't know if I would. Sorry, I had like a hiccup cough. It was yeah. weird. I'm sure you would. Um, if, if that's what I God led you to do, yeah, you would. No, I probably would. Um, yeah. Beautiful. Beautiful hair. No, I, I'm, I'm going to kill All right. Yeah, no, you, you, 
you've got some beautiful hair. Thank you, you too. Um, but my point is this, is like in Corinthians, it says that all things are permissible, not all things are beneficial. Yeah, so, I like that. Also in James, I think it's in chapter 5, it's somewhere in there. Anyways, it could be 3, 4, 5, but it says that... Um, to he who knows what is wrong, yet he does it. He does it. Yet he does it. Then to him it is a sin. Yeah. And so, if you feel convicted about cussing, which I do, mm-hmm. and if I were to to cuss, or if I were to say a word that society deems as a cuss word, then to me that would be a sin because I have that conviction. Um, now that doesn't mean that like like sometimes you won't experience conviction because, uh, for example, if you're ignorant on something, that doesn't mean that it's not a sin. Uh, some things can be a sin even though you don't feel conviction, right? Um, usually that happens when, uh, you are, you numb yourself to a specific sin. Uh, you've convinced yourself of it. Uh, I see this a lot in, um, with high school boys, uh, they've numbed themselves to pornography. And so they don't think it's a sin. Um, which is crazy. It is. And, and our modern day, uh, society thinks that homosexuality is not a sin also. And so they numb themselves to that. And so just because they don't experience that conviction yet does not mean that it's not a sin. Um, but anyways, the point I want to make with all that is in James chapter three, it says that the tongue is is something that you cannot tame, and it's like light or lighting a spark, uh, and that creates a, a wildfire. Yeah. And so, why even come close to creating wildfire mm-hmm. by lighting that spark with our singular cuss word? And so, I abstain completely from it. Um, I wish I could place that conviction on other people as well because I know that people in our society mm-hmm. look at that, look at people that cuss. The Christians yeah, there that cuss. is there's Christians on TikTok, and like some of them. Will cuss mm-hmm. and oh boy, the community does not like that. Right, like, and, and and so I understand. Not a Christian because you cuss. Right, and I understand. Kind of toxic. I understand their justification, <clears throat> and in that sense, they are right that it's it's not inherently sinful, <clears throat> but because of um, the nuance surrounding it, yeah. it, it can become sinful. And why even walk the line? Exactly. Um, and so I walk the line. Bow, bow, bow. Anyway. I'm glad you caught it. But, so. Anyway, long story short, you know, convictions. But pretty much, Paul pretty much says here, like, you used to be part of this world, but now you're with God. And then he says, don't lie to each other, for you have stripped off your old sinful nature mm. and all of its wicked, wait, 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 wicked wait, wait. deeds. So if we're Christian, we've already stripped off our sinful nature? Guess who died for that, Jared? Hmm. I have a really cool redemption story. So you know a thing called sin? It's Tell this me about thing it. that pretty much... You should die for. We no. should die for sin. Well, that's not what I meant. Wait, that, that's not how I meant. That. All right, maybe I'm not going to entertain this idea. You should be killed for. Okay. In a way. Wow. It's very you're murderous, sorry. aren't you? That you're. Sorry, just... I can read the Old Testament lately, man. I'm ready for war. <laughs> no, All right. but like. I we deserve that. We, yeah, we we deserve, deserve the punishment. Be, we deserve a punishment for we, all we, of the sins we do because we committed a crime and we deserve the punishment. Like the old one said, we disobeyed God. Like we have mm-hmm. disobeyed God, have... but now we've come to Christ. So. You know, think of it as like a baptism. We came down dirty, came up clean. You know, that's the sure. kind of the symbolic thing or whatever. Sure. So, like, you've be, you've made yourself clean. That's not you anymore. You're 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 not an addict. You're not mm. a drunkard. You're not an adulteress. You're a child of God. <laughs> Strip that off. It's like a band aid. Don't let it be easy. Just fuck you. Like, rip that band aid off. That so, ain't you. So you're telling me that whenever uh, I make a mistake and I say oh, I'm stupid. Now you're redeemed, brother. I am redeemed. Redeemed. You are loved. Is that what was that what God would say about me? Would you think God would say like, yeah, you're stupid? Oh, he'd give you a sloppy no. wet kiss. 
Like a sloppy wet kiss. Dude, I can't believe they changed that. So you're team sloppy wet? Oh, I'm so team sloppy Me wet, too, dude. Me too. How could you not? So, okay, here's sloppy the thing. No, I 100% agree, but not in church. I'm not singing sloppy wet in the middle of oh, church. Oh, I'll sing it for everybody. Right. But you know, I, I have before. I would in front of the whole world. That's true. I'm singing sloppy wet kiss. All right, all right. I'm hypocritical. The image you're is right. weird. You're right. Yeah, I, you I, are hypocritical. I am. I you're am. going to hell. I'm going to hell because I'm a hypocrite. But like, uh, but no, I would, I would kiss Jenna on stage, right? Like, I have no issue doing that. Um, I don't mind seeing sloppy wet. The issue, the the reason I don't want to sing sloppy wet in church is because. I think it makes other people uncomfortable in worship. And then as soon as you do that in worship, I think you've kind of lost the point. Yeah. So unforeseen is. I like it because it just like, yeah, it sounds dumb, but yeah. like God would kiss me. Like, I'm not thinking about it as like a, like just God would give me a kiss. Like, I don't that's know. That's just like back then too. Like you got to remember back then, like a father would kiss his son. Like I'm, it was I'm a normal thinking, thing. I'm thinking prodigal son. And like in, in other cultures too, like Jared, to greet you, I would kiss you on the cheek. You guys should see behind the cameras. Mm. No, but like that's just like a common thing in that culture, like a kiss. And so like I don't know, I'm not saying God is, you know, this culture or whatever, but I'm just saying like, I don't know, I feel like God would give us a kiss. I definitely believe God would give us a kiss. So um Yes. So this reminded me of the, the parable of the prodigal son. <laughs> the prodigal son. Yeah, it's so good. But There's so much like stuff, hidden stuff I wanted I could talk about. Mm-hmm. Um but the son, when he returns back to his father, mm-hmm. the versions say that the father embraced him with compassion. And I'm, I'm looking at it now to see if it, it says he gave him a kiss. I'm pretty sure it does. Tom um, Brady kissed his son. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so fun fact, uh I'm I, I'm in the camp that if you kiss your toddler child on the lips, that's weird. Yeah, no, I, I I'd agree with you, but um, on the cheek, or like forehead's fine. No, oh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah, just not on the lips. The lips is weird. Okay, yeah, uh, verse twenty. It says, uh, "Filled with love and compassion, he ran to his son, embraced him, and kissed him." You know, it's really cool too. Like, obviously, we're not going to talk about the prodigal son. So God would kiss us. Go ahead. But I've talked about this before. But back then, men wore dresses, and oh, so right. think about when you're running in a dress, stuff is going to show. But the father didn't care. He ran towards that son. He didn't care if his giblets were out. He was running towards the son. His giblets. Were, were they? No, I'm not going to say. Big or small giblets, man. What do you think? It's God. I'm just kidding. Bad conversation. This is God analogy. Bad conversation. <laughs> um, well, guys, next week is just going to be me. All right. Yeah. Um, I, just anyway, got, I just no. got fired. Yeah, by me. Anyway, even though you're co Anyway, whatever. So, no, like. For real, like we came to Christ and we're a new creation. We're a new person. We stripped our old self off. That's not us anymore. Do not identify yourself with your old sin. That's like the worst mistake you can do. I was just talking to a buddy today and he was like, man, I feel bad for what I did. And I say, dude, that's not you. Come on. You're redeemed, dude. That's not you anymore. I mean, the Bible, What? I mean, Jesus didn't die for just me and just, you know, a few others. He died for you too. Like, Mm. come on. Yeah. Come on. Anyway, unless you're reformed, if you're Calvinist, you think that Jesus only died for the elect. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? I respect a lot of Calvinists. Wow, you're Jared. So anyway, um, uh, let's see. So, so continue. He goes on uh, after that and says, "You, you read the verse. It says yeah. don't lie to each other, for you should drop your old sinful nature." Mm-hmm. But he says, "Put on your new nature." And be renewed, almost as if it's a choice. But I, I guess it really is. I mean, you put on your new nature yeah. through obedience. What do you think the new nature is, Jared? I don't know. What is armor it? of God. Oh, you put on that armor of God, man. Interesting. 
I don't know, that's kind of a cool thing I thought of, like, you used to be this scrum, this center, this awful person, but now you're made new. You're one of the, you're a knight, man, so put your armor of God on. That's a whole nother, that'd be a cool episode we could talk about That would be a cool episode, and uh, I wish I could play Luke's demo. Oh. That's a good song. He made a, he wrote a song called Armor of God, and I love it. That's cool. Yeah, it's so good. Love you, Luke. Yeah, we we love and miss Luke. No, but... Lukey Poo, please come back. Yeah, no, for real. If you guys want Luke to come back, message us and we'll bring Luke back. Message him. Yeah. Uh, he won't listen to us about it. I'm just kidding. But anyway, no, like, sure take off you. your sinful self and put your new self on. Mm-hmm. Get in some new shoes. Yeah. Don't I mean, be who you used to be, bro. The, here's Don't the drive thing the same is the lifestyle of Christianity is absolutely a choice. And so it's, it's a daily choice, and it's a hard choice. It's it's simple, but it's not easy. And so when he says put on your new nature, I think he's saying actively choose. Like you said, like the armor of God. But I don't think it's the armor of God he's referring to necessarily. I, I do think it's he's saying to choose to believe in it because right after that he says, and be renewed as you learn to know your mm-hmm. creator and become like him. And so by focusing on Christ, on the heavenly things, as this chapter is previous, previously mentioned, then we are dwelling and believing. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, we're, we're putting on our new nature. So um, you saying it's a choice really goes with the next verse. Mm-hmm. So Christ is pretty much for everyone. And he talks about it right here. He says, in this new life, it doesn't matter that if you are a Jew, a Gentile, circumcised, uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave, or free, Christ is all that matters, and he lives in all of us. That's one thing I love about Christianity. Because like, you can look at someone, say they have a purple mohawk, yeah. a leather jacket, and you can think, wow, they must be a sinner. But in their head, they would be saying, God, thank you for everything. Yeah. Like, anybody can be a Christian. God died for every single one of us, not a select few. Mm-hmm. I don't believe in the Calvinist stuff. I think God came for all of us. And so I just love that all of us have the free choice to follow God and that he loves. The the, the Lord, your God, loves everyone. Yeah. I just love that. Like, yeah. Anyone can be a Christian. Yeah. Like we were like, so I guess, anyway, someone at the youth group, um, they used to do Buddhism. Yeah. But, you know. God loved them, and then they found God. Yeah, one, but like, of, one of the leaders. Yeah, it's just it's just so cool, dude, that, like, God is for everybody. Really, truly. Um, and, you know, what's what's – I think – so there's a lot of people that say, I'm not good enough to be a Christian. Like, I'm not good enough to find Jesus, right? Well, I'm so, not good enough. Well, well, obviously, none of us are good yeah. enough, but some people won't go to Jesus because mm-hmm. they feel like they – It's crazy to me. And I wouldn't lump – that those those people into this category as well because it says Jew or Gentile circumcised uncircumcised. Anyways, he's saying everybody is all that matter uh, is can find Christ. Right is what he's saying, mm-hmm. and and so even people that think that they can't find Christ, they can, um, because faith comes by hearing. That is hearing the word of God, and that's that's really really it. like people can find Christ literally by listening to the word of God that we, we should find Christ, but we follow it. Ooh, that's tough, and a lot of people don't. Yeah, a lot of people find it, but they that definitely don't follow, and that's a, that's a good distinction. Because it's it's so easy not to follow. Oh my it's goodness. so, and, and this sounds bad, bad, but for a season, it is fun to go away from God and go and sin. Like you can drink, you can party, you can all do all this stuff. Rebellion. But there's so much side effects, mm. so many side effects, mm. and like you don't have that temporary joy. I don't mean happiness, but joy and peace, and like kind of like when I'm walking with God. Mm. I have a hope. I'm not like, God, how am I, like, what am I going to do in my life? No, it's, God, you are here. I I am put here for a season Mm -hmm. for a reason. I know that you're going to use this to build me somewhere else in the future. Mm -hmm. I'm not here for no reason. You're allowing me to be here so I can do something else. But without God, I'm like, God, I don't, or like, world, I don't know, stars. I don't know what I'm doing here, man. I don't know what my life is supposed to do. 
Best Christian? No. I'm living for God. God's going to make a plan for me. I'm just supposed to live day by day. Don't worry about the troubles of tomorrow. Tomorrow has enough troubles of its own. Yep. And Jesus taught that in Matthew 6, right? But it's it's just cool how Paul's message of focus on heavenly Mm -hmm. things rather than earthly things matches that perfectly. Because if you do focus on heavenly things, then you're not going to worry about the earth. Anyways. um, And then he uh, he says Christ is all that matters and he lives in in all of us. Mm Mm-hmm. Now, I just want to remind you, um, it'd be very easy to mistake this as he's saying that Christ lives in everybody in the world. But you have to remember that he's writing to Christians. Mm -hmm. So he's saying that Christ lives in all Christians, not not everybody in the world. Um, Not everybody has the Holy Spirit living within them. But it's a free gift, though. It is a free gift. They suggest if you want the Holy Spirit. They just have to choose. It's like we just give it out. It's not what I meant. We we definitely help lead people to the waters that say um, that is Christ. If you're thirsty, we can help you never thirst again. Woo! Yeah, so that good, good. This is a good episode. This is a very good episode. Um, Give us five stars on Spotify. Please? We actually are rated five stars right now. Are we? Nice. Yeah. With like what? One view? I think I'm one the only one nice. that did it. I didn't know. I didn't know you could rate on Spotify. I didn't either until I did it. Oh, cool. I, I need to go add a second. Yeah, you guys should definitely. <clears throat> Sorry. I, you ever get chills? I didn't mean to do that. Continue. What's the word where we said before, like with the glass? What was before the podcast? We were saying a word and we have. Every time. Intellectual. <laughs> anyway, no, we were just messing around for the podcast. Every time we said intellectual, <laughs> we just spazzed out. It happens. Yeah, we're Christians. It, yeah, so we're weird. But, Christians uh, have no sense of humor. Um, but no. Sometimes. Uh, but anyways, what I found really interesting going to the next next, chap, uh, next yeah. verse. Uh, so verse 13, Paul goes on to say, uh, say he says, <laughs> words. I'm struggling you today. You have a phone charger? Um, I'm using my phone as my Bible app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have my Bible. Don't worry, guys. I'm a Christian. I still have my Bible with me, but I like to use my phone because it's a different translation. Oh. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt. It's just that 3%. Right. I really want to. You're good. No worries. God still loves me. Satan's just using your phone as a distraction. I'm just kidding. So. <laughs> Fine. I won't talk about the Christian podcast. Let's not talk about your phone. How about that? Intellectual. <laughs> All right, verse 13. Yes. Make allowance for each other's faults. We and... completely skipped some. Um, you skipped 12. Yeah, I mean, we, we, we aren't going verse by verse. Oh, okay, yeah, never yeah. mind. Uh, did you have something about 12 you want to talk no, about? No, I just thought it was how, like, since God chose you to be the holy people he loves. Right. Like, he didn't just choose anybody, he chose you. Yeah, well, anyway. yeah, that's good. Hey, continue. Uh, verse 13, he says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone. So anyway, back to number 12. Yeah, I just it. read it. And I, uh-huh. Sorry, I'm going to interrupt. Sure. But no, so like as Christians, how, how, should we, how should we be? Well, we removed ourselves of that wicked nature. Mm. So like what should we put on ourselves? Well, mm. you, you stripped the anger. You mm. stripped the uh, lust. You stripped all that stuff. So mm. how should you clothe yourself? Clothe yourself with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, Mm. I don't just mean like embarrassed humility. No, that, that's a whole thing right there. Mm-hmm. Gentleness and patience. Yep. Like clothe yourself with that stuff. Like how, you know, like that's how we should act. We should sure. be humble. We should be kind. We should be patient and we should be gentle and we should humble ourselves before God. Mm. So I think that was a cool little part that I found when I had a big word, there. humility, humble. Dude, it is like once you humble yourself, it's just a smack in the face. Like humbling yourself can change so much, man. It's like, it's kind of, to explain it, it's like there's a roadblock mm-hmm. and you feel like, oh, I can't go around this. But like once you humble yourself, you're like, man, I was the roadblock. Prodigal son had to humble himself before he could return home. He had to get rid of his pride. So humble yourself. If you want to know mm-hmm. how to humble yourself, please message us. Yep. Please message us. We want to help you so bad. 
So anyway, it's a it's a huge lesson that I feel like a lot of Christians don't know what, what that means or how to do it. Um, it's very it's a it's a very important thing it is. to learn. It's so important um, because he is greater than us, right? He's greater than I, and so mm-hmm. we and really what we know we're just humans. We, we don't really know do nothing, but we sure think we know everything. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think that's the curse of intellectualism. <laughs> um, but, uh, Sorry, what was that? Yeah, what? I do think that's the curse of intellectualism is uh, is the fact that we think we're too smart. Yeah. Or rather, we think we know everything. We think we know a lot. And, and I think that, that that's pride ultimately seeking, oh, seeping it is. through. Yeah. And it keeps a lot of people from finding faith. Um, but and then just right after that, I mean, he just he Paul gives us. The encouragement to say he says look just as the lord forgave you you should also forgive others and that's that's, that's powerful right there that's like very true. that's something i've been going through lately yeah. just like praying to it's not easy like i'm gonna be honest no, no. it's hard yeah but i've been praying like god please like help me forgive them mm. and like once yeah. you forgive somebody too like you can be mad at somebody like you're like god why did you allow them to do this but once you forgive it's just like it's a whole different thing. It, it, it gives you a peace because mm-hmm. while you're mad at this person, like you're mad at this person, that's all you think about. They're just sleeping fine. Right. They could care less. They're not even thinking about you, but you're staying up all night saying, God, why did you let them do this? God, why are they doing this? But once you forgive Eating them, you can you. go to sleep. It's like root rot for yeah, your soul. Exactly. Like they're straight mm. up fast asleep, sleeping at night, not even worrying about you. And you're staying up all night mad at them. Mm. What's that going to do? I ain't going to help you at all. Not at all. Forgive them. Just you know, as Christ or God forgive you. You know, I read a lot of the Old Testament and it, it, it and, and David, you know, he, he had the chance to stay mad at people, but he kept in he his buddy or whatever. He, he was going to kill somebody. He was going to kill Saul. But God's but David said, no, yep. let God do the judging. Mm. God will judge us accordingly. Yep. Like David said that a lot. Let God judge us accordingly. Right. It's not your job to judge. It's not your your job to get revenge. Let yeah. the Lord God, the Lord your God, do it. Ooh, your the Lord gives and the Lord takes away, and let let God do the yeah. do the work for that. Um, Man, I love that. Yeah, I love that. Just little yeah. verse for like forgiving is just such a powerful and pivotal thing. And you know what's interesting is in Proverbs, I think it's uh, chapter twenty-five. I could be wrong, but it says that when you forgive somebody else, it's like burning a, uh, or throwing a heap of burning coals on over their head. Is that the right? Um, is that the right one? I don't know if it's twenty-five, but it's definitely in Proverbs. Um, I know it's in Proverbs, yeah, but uh, I feel like that's a whole different verse. I mean, that's what I'm quoting. Is that verse? I don't. Oh. Yeah. I feel like it said something else. Anyway. Oh, but start. yeah. I mean, it, it's just like. It, because when you forgive them, you never mind. You're right. Okay, yeah. Um, I was thinking of three different verses. Gotcha. Yeah, no. So when you forgive them, yeah. it, it does surprise them, and it literally yeah. makes them mad because they're like, "Why is he yeah, forgiving? Why, why? Why are you being so nice to me? I was really so mean to you." And then yeah. it kind of gets them like a guilt, like, "Oh, yeah. ooh, yeah. I feel bad." For exactly. Being that mean, like, that shame. You know how shame kind of burns and makes your cheeks red. That's that cold. Like, oh, I'm yeah. being mean to them, but right. they're being nice to me. That's kind of awkward. Right. Like, yeah. So. But. Um, but yeah, and then he goes on to say, clothe yourselves with love, which mm-hmm. binds us all together in perfect harmony. And what is love? What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. No, love is patient, me. love is kind, you know, all that stuff. It does not boast, it is not jealous, it is so, jealous, it is not rude. Strip yourself of your old self mm. and clothe yourself with love. Mm. Yep. Let Christ love. Let Christ oh, all right. <laughs> let Christ rule in your hearts. Yeah. And uh, as members of one body, you're called to live in peace. And so we should mm. always be thankful. This next part, yeah, like, I, I, I love this. Uh, verse 15, 
and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. Yes. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Mm-hmm. Man, you can say, like, you've heard this so many times. A lot of people say this. Man, I have a job. Man, you get to go to work. Be thankful. Yep. Man, I have a small house. Man, you have a house. Be thankful. Yep. Like, be thankful that God has allowed you to have this stuff. Absolutely. Like, once you're thankful, that changes your mindset. Like, oh, yeah. Man, I don't like my job, but I'm thankful that God has We really don't deserve any of what we have. And so... Like, I don't deserve anything, but right. God has still allowed me to have this. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't deserve to be sitting here talking about the Word of God, but I'm thankful that He allows me to do that. And, and kind of going back to the peace thing, like... You can have a terrible life, but you have a kind of a hope, a peace that God mm. is with you. Right. Like, I mean, we kind of talked about it earlier. Like, man, my life sucks, but God is with me, and I know that he loves me. And that kind mm-hmm. of peace, it really, it's kind of like Paul in prison. He might not have been happy, but he had God, and he knew that, and so it gave him joy. Mm-hmm. And I, I just love that. If you, like, go in peace, you know, yeah. live your life with God. I think something that we fail to do often as Christians is to be thankful for God's faithfulness. Mm-hmm. Uh, and cause he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to. No, no. And, and you know, it reminds me of Hosea, you know, and, and the, just the, I talked about it before, so I'm not gonna go in depth, but anyways, Gomer, who was consistently unfaithful, but yeah. yet Hosea continually chased after Gomer. And so the, the story of Hosea is that, uh, it's, it, it relates to God and Israel and his children. And so, yeah. Um, God, like Hosea, is going to continually choose to be faithful and choose to love their adulterous spouse, which is us, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. And we we need to be thankful that God is faithful because if if I mean God has, has has every right to divorce us based off of the law given. Uh, we we've been unfaithful. We've we've had oh. idols idols of self most of, most of us, and so God has every right to divorce us. Yet He chooses not to. He remains faithful despite that. And that is, that's something to be incredibly thankful for anyways. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think, uh, I think now would be a good time to kind of talk a little bit about that shirt you're wearing. Do you like my shirt, Jared? Uh, yeah, it looks nice. I think the shirt's ugly. Yeah. How am I going to share the word? It's not the best. It's not the best shirt. Jared, your yeah. shirt's white. Yeah. You know, what'd be really cool on that. What's that? What if you could make a t-shirt that yeah. kind of makes people like, hmm, what's on, what's on your shirt? Oh, you know, it's a Christian mm. thing. Like a, a big yolt here? You only live twice? Oh, oh yeah. Or, what does yolt mean, Jared? You only live twice. That's a good conversation. That or is like, a good conversation. Why does that man sit on a mountain? Oh, you ever heard about Jesus? Exactly. Boom. If he leaves the 99. There's a shirt about that. There is. You know, like there's an app about that. You remember that? Like 2013, there's an app about that. Oh, like, yeah. Apps were on the rise. Yeah. There's, there's a t-shirt about yeah, that. there's a shirt with that. So if you guys want cool, com- comfortable, cheap Christian clothing mm-hmm. that spreads the word of God, that looks cool. Yeah. Check out the Yolk Christian podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And while you're, you know, you, you're repping the shirt, you need to know more about God. I think so. You know, I and think, so, yeah, I think a lot of people struggle to mm-hmm. know God's voice and to know how to, like, we can learn and talk about the Bible all day long, but how does that relate into everyday life? Like, how do we share the faith? How do we, you know, what, what about, like, what if I'm stressed out about when I pick up this huge, big honking Bible, you know, like. Where do I start? Big honking Bible. Big honking Bible. So it's just like, it can be very confusing, right? And so if you need something to help you learn God's voice uh, in a very relatable way. Check out the Jared Bible. The, I mean, uh, sorry, no, Drawing Near. Drawing Near by Jared Montana. That's yeah, a beautiful cover. Yeah, it is a good cover. Anyway, it, it's going to, you know, and, and while you're reading that, you want to talk to the author? Check out our Discord. 
Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Check out our Discord. Uh, the author, yeah, we're good buddies with him, so he likes to hang out in the Discord well, sometimes. Well, you're I'm not. I don't. I, I think he's kind of annoying sometimes. Oh, okay, that's understandable. Yeah, he does talk a lot. But, you know, he's a good guy. He wrote a lot of good good words, so uh, we like him around here. I, I tried not to respond to his text, but he constantly texts me. Is he harassing you? Are you coming tonight? <laughs> you coming to record tonight? You come to the court, bro. Come to the court. Check out the court. No, so you coming to record tonight? Oh, I thought I, I thought about you. I, I, I thought you were talking, thought you're talking about Discord. Like, come to the court. <laughs> coming to the court tonight, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We're, we're talking about Discord. <laughs> hey guys, we're gonna do a T-shirt giveaway, and then never do. Nobody ever participates. So if you do want a free T-shirt, you have to participate and actually participate. We do offer those sometimes. Yeah, um, if you give us money. Well, it, it just no, no, yeah. it just depends on the thing. Like uh, we had a when Luke re- released his song initially, we had a a giveaway. Um, and oh, the the one that the one that people actually participated in was uh, the Bible giveaway. Yeah, we had a lot of responses on that one. Yeah, that was good. everybody wants a Bible. Yeah, everybody wants a water buffalo. Yours is small, but mine is something purple. Anyway, yeah. um, and then he talked about all that stuff. Be Going thankful. back to go, the message for the night. Go back to peace. Be thankful. And he yeah. says, let the message about Christ and all of its richness fill your lives. Mm. Teach to counsel each other. Uh, sorry. Teach and counsel each other with all of his wisdom he gives. So, you know, have small groups, have groups, you know, talk about God with people. Sing songs and hymns mm. and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. So don't just be singing. Be like. Man, I'm singing because I love you, God. Don't be singing just because you're singing. Like, yeah. sing with a thankful heart. I want to dissect that verse there where he says, sing, sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. Okay, firstly, he said, sing psalms. Y'all, do you, y'all know that the book of Psalms. Iron sharpens iron. Oh, that's Proverbs. Never mind. Yeah, yeah. Same thing. Same concept. But, yeah. like, yeah, psalms is literally songs. Um, then it's crazy to me. Yeah, which I would love to go to church that literally. My sings life is songs. terrible, but God. But yeah. dude, hold on, hold on. Imagine singing like Psalms twenty-three, where the Lord lays me down in the fields of green pastures, something like that, right? Dude, that could be sick. That's what I'm saying. Like, imagine seeing Psalms, singing. I, I love should, that. You, I have an idea. Let's call Luke and say, Luke, we need you to make modern Psalms because, like, okay, I get like the. Oh, heavenly, are ye that? You know, like the old, like, books. Imagine modern psalms, like, with modern instruments, that would be modern cool. tunes. That would be really cool. We're on to something. We are on to something. We so. are on to something. Let's call, you want to call Luke right now on the podcast? Yeah. Let's see if he answers. Okay. I bet not. I bet not. Let's FaceTime put, him. Put it on speaker, and then... I'll FaceTime him. Okay, you got to put it up to the microphone, though. Okay. All right. In the meantime, I'm going to continue talking in hymns and spiritual songs to God. So we're supposed to be singing praises to God, not about self. We talked about this in the worship mm-hmm. versus uh, Christian song podcast, but with thankful hearts. So if we're in worship and we don't have a thankful heart while worshiping, then we're doing it wrong. So I encourage each and every one of you to, while you're worshiping, do it with a thankful heart. Sing songs and hymns, spiritual songs to God with thankful hearts. He's gonna answer. Probably not. He never answers phone calls. Yeah. Yeah. He's a butthead. Nah, he's not a butthead, but he's a. Love the kid. He's my. Fa- he's Lukey Pill. Yeah, he's Lukey Poo. I'll try know. one more time. One more time. Okay, we'll try. If, if, how about I'll, I'll try calling him too if he doesn't answer you. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see if he likes one we'll of us. Blow better. him up. Definitely likes me more. Yeah, you're probably right. No, I'm kidding. What? No. 
anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll keep going until he answers. Um, but anyway, so right after that, he kind of changes his, his thought process. Did he not answer? No, it's all right. All right. I'm going to try it one time. Um, right. so he changes his thought process and it says, wives submit to your husbands, husbands, love your wives and, and never treat them harshly. And he says, children, obey your parents for this pleases the Lord. So obedience pleases the Lord. Who would have guessed? Um, and <laughs> this ring is probably really loud for y'all. And he says, fathers, do not aggravate your children. I'm going to go on. I'm just going to add mothers there too. So parents, don't aggravate your children. For yeah, leave your kids alone. Oh, well, he won't answer. That's his fault. So, he's probably working because his job like requires him to work like basically 24 seven. Yeah. Weird. But yeah, I mean, he does do like voice lessons yeah. late at night. So, all right. He's ignoring us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So then after that. He talks about slaves and whatnot, but then he goes on to say, serve them sincerely because of your reverent fear of the Lord. Yeah. So um, I, I kind of told you about this, mm -hmm. but I was saying, man, I don't like my job. My job kind of sucks. And then I read this verse. And I was like, man, you just got hit with conviction, Codus. But it says, work willingly at whatever you do as though you were working for the Lord rather than for people. Remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward and that the master you are serving is Christ. So, like, yeah, I'm working at this job, but I'm not working for these people. I'm working for the Lord. Mm, the, the, God, heavenly things. God can work in any possibility. Like, Absolutely. you're working at McDonald's. Uh, have a good day. God bless. Um, let's see. You're, you're, you know, you're an Uber. Turn on some Christian music. Be like, hey, you, you believe in God at all? Like, there's always an opportunity to bring up God. Oh, yeah. There's always an opportunity always. to. Always. And a big thing, too. Um your actions speak mm, louder than they your do. words. They do. Why is that person being so nice to me? Why is that person being so nice? Mm -hmm. Hey, sir, why are you so nice? Why are you wearing a, a t-shirt that has, you know, yolt on it? Yeah. Well, you ever heard about Jesus? Mm, exactly. Like, don't just work to work. Mm -hmm. Work for God in everything you do. Mm. Always work for Do everything for the glory of God. That's what I was about to say. Whether you eat or drink, do it yeah. all for the glory of God. Like, yeah. once you work for it, it changes your mindset, dude. Mm-hmm. And then remember that the Lord will give you an inheritance as your reward. Mm. Heck yeah, I'm going to have Oreos in heaven, man. I'm excited. Whether you agree or disagree, I'm going to find a way. Me and him are going to sit down. We're going to talk. But yo, man, I know I'm going to be here for eternity. So could you just give me some Oreos? What if you had heavenly Oreos? No. Okay. <laughs> but uh, anyways, in verse 25, it says, but if you do what is wrong, you'll be paid back for the wrong you have done. Yeah, God's going to kill you. Has no favorites. That's a very no. It, it is very powerful. Like, but if you do verse. what is wrong, you will be paid back for the wrong you have done. For God has no favorites. Mm. That's like a mm, literally this in, this this entire chapter. He's hyping you up, being like, "Bro, you left that old sinful sinful nature. You now are, are new in Christ." And he says, "But God has no favorites." <laughs> that gave me chills, man. Like, yeah. straight up, like yeah. you're doing all this great stuff. He's, he's like, God but, doesn't care. He's like, but you better work willingly at, at what you do oh, because God has no favorites. It's, 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 it's powerful. It's a, it is. It's a, it's a, it's a good humbling verse. Uh, at the end. Shivering. So yeah, it's, it's definitely a good humbling verse at the end. Um, oh. but anyways, um, if you've listened to this podcast and you, maybe you, you thought, Hey, I I struggle with those sins listed. I I haven't shed yeah. my past life. I haven't given my life to Christ, and so I need to do that. Um, Nicodus has a prayer for you. Yeah. Um. So, 
Yeah, let me pull that up. The the sinner's prayer. Because I don't remember what not, it is. Not that. Oh, not you don't want me to do that one. Just any prayer. You don't. There's, All right. Well, the yeah. sinner's prayer isn't necessarily biblical. No, but it's just a good basis. Anyway, no, like for real, if you struggle, please reach out to us. Like, I know me and Jared would stop anything we're doing to help you. Right. You know, so something just beep. Jenna might have just got here. Oh, car. anyway, no, but like we for real would help you. Mm-hmm. If you ever need help, let us know. But like for we're sure. going to do a quick prayer and like mean this with your heart. If this is the first time and you really want to experience Jesus and you really want the Holy Spirit, I mean – just pray this prayer for me, like, like okay. with me, and then reach out to us. We want to help you. For sure. Anyway, uh, dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. And Lord, I, I know that, I guess you don't have to repeat this because I'm going to get in depth, but just you know, be with me. Um, God, I know I've fallen short of you. God, I know that I have kind of gone my own way, and Lord, I, I apologize. I know where I know the path I'm going in. It's not the path I want to go, Lord. I want you to enter my life. I want you to forgive me of my sins. I want you to use me and to guide me and protect me. God, I want to be yours. God, it says in the word that you formed me before I was even in the womb and you knew me. And God, that's just, that, that's crazy to me. That before I was even, I mean, God, you knew the path I was going to take. God, you, 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 God, you know everything. So God, just use me, protect me. God, forgive me of all my wrongdoings and, and, and just, Show me how I can follow you. God, I love you. Thank you for everything you've done. Thank you for letting your son die on the cross for someone like me. Someone that has just mocked you. Someone that just doesn't even care about you. Just thank you for dying on the cross for someone like me. I love you, God. Thank you for everything you're doing and everything you're going to do. Protect me, guide me, and show me more of you, God. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, if you're listening to this and you just said that prayer, like Coda said, reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on Instagram. That's probably the best place to message us. And, yeah, honestly. And because uh, we can't see people that don't like we don't like aren't friends with on TikTok or whatever. So message us on Instagram or on Discord. Yeah. Um, and then there's ways to reach out. Yeah, and uh, uh, you can find us at Yo Christian Podcast. You can find us on Discord with LPC Ministries. Um, but we definitely want to hear from you, and we'll tell you the next steps. We'll help you find a church. We'll tell you the next steps after uh, next step. choosing to. Yeah, after choosing to, to believe. Uh, it's it's really exciting if you did choose to believe for the first time tonight or if you even weren't sure of your salvation and you're choosing now. Tonight's the night where you can be sure of it. So, nice uh, or, or today's the morning, whatever, you yeah. know, whenever you're listening. So be sure to reach out to us. But uh, I love you, Codis loves you, and most importantly, God loves you. Godspeed. <laughs>